0: Back to Insights, episode 37, part two. Uh, and with Fernando Martinez right now, we'll be talking about undergrad. So, again, uh, this is geared exclusively toward Americans and undergraduate applications. So, uh, Freddie, we're going to talk about BA versus BS. And you mentioned something interesting, which is even though you're in uh, communications and Film seems artistic, but obviously there's a lot of technical components as well. Your degree was a, a bachelor of science, of science, right? It was. Yep. Okay, so BA versus BS is Bachelor of Arts or Bachelor of Science. I think to some people that really matters. For foreign applicants, it totally matters. Their yep. parents will not pay for them to get a BA, um, and it has to be a STEM degree. You know, science, technology, um, engineering, math—something uh, well, they consider. You do it. Why do people hate the arts so much? I know, man. It's like super sad. I mean, there are people, there are state schools, you mentioned Florida, but I mean, they're literally cutting out the liberal arts, like not allowing them, um, and just slowly pushing out, uh, all that kind of stuff. And, and it sucks because to be a well-rounded individual, you need to learn those things. Um, and I find them super helpful. I use all that kind of stuff on a regular basis. As I said, philosophy, I didn't want to take you know, reading um, Aristotle and Socrates and Plato wasn't, I mean, I, actually I found it kind of interesting, but it can seem kind of superfluous, but the logic part of it most most certainly was not. Uh, it comes up all the time. Fallacies are really, really important. Um, and in general, just to be a functioning member of society, right? I mean, we live in a democracy, so you're kind of just supposed to know stuff. There's probably a handful of classes that I still reference to this day, and the philosophy that I took, uh, you know, remains some of those. Uh, it's weird because there's, you know, everything else is kind of falls by the wayside, but there's some that do stand out. Government, which I never intended on taking, that one really sticks around. Uh, philosophy sticks around. Um, so, yeah, it's, you never know where you're going to get the, that extra uh, sense of inspiration. And it comes in right. handy, you know, in every uh, career position that I've done. Um, I've relied on some of the things that I've learned uh, from philosophy, from government, from just these strange classes that, uh, that normally you wouldn't consider integral to, to a film degree. Right. But that's why they call them basics. That's why they're, they're required classes. I mean, you do get some choice, right? But I mean, you do need some fundamentals of just how to think and how to study. And it's kind of preparing you for the rigors of of university life. Cause Obviously, college is harder than high school. So uh, it is nice to take some of those classes and maybe every single thing, you know, isn't super important to you. But um, in fact, my philosophy class, I was going to mention this, at Texas State, they have a uh, the MIDI honors program uh, that you can apply to once you're there. And it's cool because you have classes, roundtable classes, of like 12 people and a professor. And they give you a reading list, but it's just like books off Amazon. You read books and you talk. That's it. Um, so, uh, really intimate, but I took the philosophy of Lewis Carroll. So, um, and I hated Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) So it's like, this is a weird thing, but it was the only choice. Uh, but I didn't realize Lewis Carroll's humor comes from fallacies, like using reverse logic and false logic. So, uh, but Venn diagrams, tons of mathematics. He was a mathematician. Uh, so, you know, we just use it as a launching pad to talk about really important stuff um and uh anthropology classes were amazing uh and i mean linguistics and uh evolution and human physiology and and uh any of the soft skills the ability to empathize with people and understand where they're coming from and talk to them uh is hugely important if you don't have soft skills to go with your hard skills you will i can't i won't say you can't be successful but you will hit a ceiling you know you're going to be the most senior engineer but you're never gonna get into management. Um, so you've gotta have soft skills to go with hard skills. Uh, and, and consulting, and we do all aspects of consulting. We consult for the United Nations, we consult for these banks. We, uh, consulting is a cool job because it's just thinking and talking. Uh, but, but yeah, in order to evaluate any problem, I think you need to be able to use all these disciplines simultaneously. And that only happens if you get a broad, uh, foundational part of your education. Uh, but, but BS will allow that too. There are foundational classes and then you're going to get your bachelor of science and, 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 focus on STEM degrees. So a lot of people are interested in technology right now. Um, so you want to go work at FANG companies, you know, uh, Facebook, Amazon, um, uh, Netflix, Google, uh, you want to be a product manager, which I don't even know that people in high school would know that this is a thing, but, think about how often we see that on resumes now, everybody's a project, uh, product manager. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. uh, that is a dream job for people kind of like investment banker used to be. Uh, so that's what everybody wants to be. Um, and you need a lot of skills for that because it's actually a combination of hard skills and soft skills. So um, you own a product uh, which is just a concept or a, uh, some, and something you're rolling out, let's say for Google or for Facebook. Um, but you have to be able to manage the entire team and things like that. Uh, so, even if you're going to do something technical, you do need those other components as well. But, you know, f- fintech, I think, is really popular. So, financial technology, as opposed to traditional finance, uh, you may want to do financial technology. But the way you accomplish that is not just through your major, right? Um, your major is only going to be 30 hours or so of your 120 hours. So, you can really cultivate blended degrees which i think we see a lot um and and it comes up in the form on resumes you'll see it under the form of relevant classes right um and even the MBAs when they're applying for their internships and they're, they're going through recruiting i mean not everybody knows an MBA is not one thing so you you get to put your relevant coursework and you can put anything you want there. So just because you study one thing doesn't mean you can't learn coding. In fact, you probably should. Uh, You should learn Python so you can do data science because data drives everything, right? Um, So just because you didn't major in data science, if there's even an undergraduate major in data science, doesn't mean you can't take classes and learn how to do it. And then there are ways to tell companies that you can do it and, and use that tool. In fact, if anybody is interested, the previous episode, the one before this is a guy that went to, he's a McKinsey consultant, which if anybody doesn't know, that's the number one consulting firm in the world. Uh, And then he went to Columbia Business School MBA. That's number seven in the world. It's one of the uh, magnificent seven. Uh, And he did tech recruiting and consulting recruiting. So if you want to know about how to get a job... What he describes in the previous episode is what you would go through even as an undergrad, or you should if you're doing it properly. So um, I think that we could just refer to that and not have to get into too much depth. But so BA versus BS, I think for Americans, not as strong, because as as we discussed a, a moment ago, the same major at different schools may fall under different umbrellas, BA versus BS. So uh you're, it's essentially a bachelor's in blank, right? That's your major, and that's just to show what you focused on in college. And then you have a minor, which as an undergrad, you would probably put your minor on there as well. Um, and and then you put relevant coursework when you're applying for internships, and that's where you can put all your different classes. So yes, your major is super important, but you're also going to have a minor, and you're also going to have relevant coursework. And BA versus BS, I think for for, for most people in the States, not a hard uh, distinction uh, and then if you go get a master's it really doesn't matter uh, because then that becomes your sort of concentration your your further focus um, and but it is worth looking at whether your degree is going to be sufficient as a bachelor's or whether you're going to need to go get a master's in something to really be qualified um, and there's so many differences for that we, we won't dive into it but um, STEM, we see a ton of that. Obviously, in Thailand, everything is, is STEM degrees. Uh, changing majors, they don't do. Um, but as Americans, I think the average is like five times. Uh, and so you can definitely do that a lot. Uh, you can build out your own degree by taking different classes that you think are interesting. So just because you're doing one thing, let's say that you're doing... Um, a liberal arts major doesn't mean you can't go take some tech classes to put on your resume and to learn those hard skills. Uh, Major and minor are important. At some schools, they'll be on your diploma. At some schools, they're not. Um, Is yours on your diploma, Fern? Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, why would we, right? We're uh, old. Um, so anyway, sometimes they'll put it on there. there. Sometimes they won't. Uh, but schools aren't going to ask for your diploma anyway. They're going to ask for your resume and assume you're telling the truth. So, are uh, not schools, uh, schools do ask. Um, uh, they ask for your transcripts if you apply to grad school, but uh, companies, right? So whether it's on your diploma or not, but uh, just kind of shows you that your degree is how you describe it. I guess it's kind of my point. It's not like there's one piece of paper that fully encapsulates your education. So, um, and you know, it's really about showing how capable you are. I mean, how, think about all the industries you've worked in, in all the countries you've worked in, and going to UT gets you in the door, having an interview, showing you're smart, saying, Yeah, I can do this thing, past work experience. But really, it's about showing up and proving that you can do the job. Um, right. So uh, as long as you can do that, uh, you can work in Prague, you can work in Thailand, you can work uh, wherever. So um, there's a lot of mobility uh, as far as industries are concerned, companies for sure, and even countries. So uh, I think we're good examples of that. I think the next thing we wanna talk about is recruiting internships. Uh, so this could probably be its own little thing. Actually, yeah, I want to describe this process really thoroughly because I think it's a, th- something that Americans don't really necessarily do right or take full advantage of. But I want them to understand, you know, just go to college, get a degree, then apply for jobs. It's like that's not the order of operations. So uh, let's call this uh, uh, Part B, uh, Episode 37, and then we'll jump in uh, to the next one, which will exclusively be recruiting internships and how to get a job out of college. <music>